Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. Today, we are going to be doing something a little bit different, uh, and that's what I wanted. I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling a book review for this episode, and so, which I honestly thought this morning because I had a book all lined up. I had read it, put my notes, everything like that. But I was like, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. So I reached out to my mom and my sister and my sister-in-law because surprise, my sister-in-law loves to read as well. And I was like, hey, could you do me a favor and give me the top 10 favorite books of all time? And they were like, are you kidding me? And I was like, nope. (laughs) So, uh, and when I say this morning, I mean, like, I gave them maybe two hours to come up with this list. Because I was like, yeah, I changed my mind last minute, please do this. And they came through. And they each put their own little, like, pizzazz into it. And I just, I enjoyed it. And I don't actually, I don't have my top 10 list of all time yet. I am planning on doing that next week to give a little bit, you know, suspense. So yeah, today we are going to be going over the top 10 favorites of all time for my mom, my sister, and my sister-in-law. Because in every episode, I talk about like the mother-sister standard, because they do have different standard of books than I do like what they like and what they don't like and um, their genre the genres are pretty much all romance but the sub genres are usually different and I really wanted to bring my sister-in-law into this because she likes even more genres and sub genres and so I wanted to you know mix it up a little bit because we hear about my mom and sister and me but we never hear anything about my sister-in-law, which she is so great, and I enjoy her a lot, and I'm glad that she loves reading. So, without further ado, I'm going to give you the top 10 favorite books of all time from my family members. Here we go. Let's get into it. So I think I'm going to start with my sister, And I'm going to work my way down from the spicy, I guess you could say. And then it goes, I'm going to go to my mom because (laughs) my mom is so funny. She, when she sent me the books that she had on her list, um, she made sure to tell me like which ones were clean. And then some of them were like steamy. And I was like, mom, (laughs) so funny because I don't know what her level of steamy is compared to spicy like is steamy like mild compared to spicy like I don't know what they're on a totally different like hotness scale you know what I'm saying so uh <laughs> and then my sister-in-law um I'll just kind of she she loves the classics and so she has a lot of classics on her list which they're not steamy as far as I know which I'm going to admit right now, I have not read like any classic romance books, but we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about it later. Let's start with my sister's list. And she put like little commentary notes next to each book. And it just is so like her. And so I'm going to like read the commentary so that you get to know my sister a little bit and how uh, she feels about these books. So the number 10 book on her list 
She says, I hate putting this last on my list because I love it. And it is the Captive series by Erica Stevens. It's a vampire human romance where the vampires have taken over and the humans are fighting for their world. And to be honest, I, I honest, I, like, I, I don't think I've read this. Or maybe I've tried and I don't remember. So I'm definitely going to have to go back and look and see if I have read this because it's not ringing a bell. But that was her number 10. Number nine is The Iron Fae. So that whole series is absolutely amazing. I think I read it when I was a junior in high school and my sister is two years older than me and we just devoured it. We loved that series so much. And it is by Julie Kagawa. And we, the comment that she put is, I love the world that she creates and I absolutely love the romance is it, in it. Ash has my soul, which Ash is the main love interest. And it really is a good romance and it's very clean. It's a very clean fantasy romance and I highly recommend it even for like teenage girls because I was a teenage girl when I read it. So it's the Iron Fae series and the storylines in it, the world that's created and the romance in it is just all so good. 10 out of 10, honestly. The next one is number eight, um, and it's the it's Obsidian by Jennifer Armantrout, which we've kind of talked about that series a little bit. It is it's like Obsidian Onyx. It's called the Luxon series, um, but she put like Obsidian, and she put Damon. Ugh, love him. Fast read, but easy to understand and immerse in their story, which I completely understand. Like. Oh, man. She, Jennifer Armantrout is so good at describing her characters and just being able to portray them and how they look and feel and you can picture it in your head. And so that's why she's like, ugh, dreamy, like Damon. We love him, which we do. He's like kind of a broody, protective character. Ugh. We love it. We love it. So yes, I definitely agree with that one, which I agree with all of these. But yes, number eight, Obsidian, Jennifer Armitrout, love it. Okay, so last week, remember when I was talking about that series where I didn't realize that it was like a reverse harem because I was like, oh yeah, it's Rebecca Effington. We love her series. And then I was like, oh no, 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 no. So on my sister's list is Kiss of Fire by Rebecca Effington, which that was the series that we were obsessed with. We loved it. And so my sister put so many books, but I love the storyline and the characters. Haven't read another series like its world, which is very true. It has a very interesting world built into it, but also it's kind of dark. Like I remember, I think it was the second or third book. It gets kind of dark and there's kind of like an abuse storyline almost, but it's like a, a fantasy fae type elf I don't like she's right she's right the the world is something that we've never really read about before and so it's definitely an interesting read I would recommend like maybe the first and second book and then see where how you feel from there um but yeah I think it, it's on my list as well that this series because it kind of just established the romance series for us, I don't know, it, it was a good milestone, good foundation for us to really build on these type of books that weren't like the Christian romance. Because uh, me and my sister, we grew up with that. 
the Christian romance books from my mom. And so I feel like this was another good cornerstone for us to get into like the fantasy romance. Uh, number six is Crave by Tracy Wolf, which we did. I did an episode on that whole series, the Crave and Crush and Covet and those books. Amazing. And she said, every book had my attention and I loved all the twists and revelations. Hudson is dreamy. Yes. Don't we agree? Like if you've listened to those episodes and do you just feel like you were in that world? I just felt like I was in that world. And I completely agree with my sister. Hudson is pretty dreamy, at least in my head. How I've described him in my head, how I picture him, a babe. You know what I'm saying? A babe. Okay, so number five is the Dragonian series by Adrian Woods. She says, easy read, suspenseful dragons and riders fighting against destiny and Blake. So I have mixed feelings on this one. Yes, I agree. The series is so good, but it's, it's slow. It's like, it's a very, how do I describe it? It's a slow burn, but also it's like they're, they're mated, but it's like you hate each other. And then it takes a couple books for them to actually be together. And like, it, it was too slow of a progression for me, but the action is good. The world building is great. And so if you're not super focused on the romance, then yes, I highly recommend this book with the dragons and riders. Wonderful. Love, love, love it. But with me, I'm like, I need the romance now and I need it throughout the book, please. It's, it wasn't really a hit, but for my mom and sister, they absolutely love it. Love, 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 love it. So that's kind of my take on that. Number four is the A Court of Thorn and Roses series. <laughs> I mean, do I need to explain any more? <laughs> and I'm going to say, I think I said it in like, I don't know, maybe like my third or fourth episode. If you have not read this series, where have you been? Where have you been? Like, you need to start reading it now. Even if you don't like romance books, if you don't like, if you're just not sure, I, I read it anyways. Everyone <laughs> needs to read this series. It is such a good segue into the romance world. It's a segue into fantasy. It's a segue into fae and elves and all that. It's just such a good starter series. So that whole series, yes, I 100% agree with my, with my sister. And it's definitely going to be on my list for, for myself. And that's what she said. Uh, um, account, let's see. She said, A Court of Thorn and Roses, Sarah J. Moss, it speaks for itself, and it really does. Number three is Relentless by Karen Lynch, which this whole series, I really do want to do an episode on this series because it's just, I honestly, like, thinking about it, this series is my number one. Like, I'm already telling you this now. This is my number one because of how good it is. Like, the romance is great. It's not, like, the forefront of everything. It's not, like, the sole focus. But the world is great. The characters are great. The main character, she's not annoying. Like, just everything is so great. And my sister said, so suspenseful romance. Again, fighting against love, but then fighting for it. But it's done in such a tasteful manner that it's not frustrating. And each book in the series is so good. Usually you're like, oh, maybe the first and second are okay. And then the rest are like, eh. But no, all of them, so good. 
so good. So please put this on your list to read because I'm telling you, this is my number one series ever is the Relentless series by Karen Lynch. The next one she has on her list is the Apollyon series by Jennifer Armantrout, which if you can't tell by now, me and my sister really like Jennifer Armantrout. Like really, we love all of her series and especially like her fantasy series. It's just no one creates a better world than Jennifer Armantrout. For real though. Like, I mean, Sarah J. Moss comes close, but Jennifer Armantrout, she is my number one. Like, I just, she can't do any wrong. She really can't. Like, I, I am her number one fan. And my sister for this series put, I have no words other than I am obsessed. And I 100% agree with it. This kind of deals with, I'm trying to remember, some like guardians, almost angel, fallen angels, and a little bit of like gods, I think. It's been a long time since I read the series. Um, but I know that my sister has always been obsessed with that series for years and years and years. Like years and years and years, I'm telling you. And then her number one is the Binding series, which, okay, let's let's back up a little bit. I told my, my mom and my sister that, because they were like, I don't know how to choose a book. How do I choose a book? And I was like, okay, well, a series, I guess, could count as one. So that's kind of what they did is series as one book, which in a sense, they're like three or four books, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, more recommendations. So yes, the number one on my sister's list is The Binding Series by L. Falloon. And we honestly read this a long time ago and I liked it. I think I read it last year again for the first time in a, a long time, a couple years. And I, re I really liked it. I think I liked it when I read it first. It kind of threw me off because I remember that the main character and this one guy, like, I believe they bond or they mate or they have to get married or something. But he has, like, a girlfriend that he's in love with. And so it kind of, like, goes through that relationship almost, like the jealousy. And I just remember I did not like that. Because usually in books they're single or they just got out of a relationship but yeah he was in love with his girlfriend and I I just remember I had like a gross feeling and I just hated it so much but then things change and and it gets better and good and the series is really good I highly recommend it it's very much fantasy and uh honestly a type of fantasy creature I don't breed I don't that's not like a great word um, species, I think that's a better word, that we've never read about before. It's a, it's a whole different world as well that we haven't read before. It's not common. So I also enjoyed this series and she put, um, I don't know why, but the way she wrote this entrances me and I love this series so, so much. I never skim it. I love all the details and characters. It's number one. So of course she's like, I don't skim anything. And then I thought it was kind of funny. She put some honorable mentions, which honestly, I'm not surprised because we have so many favorite books. So she put honorable mentions, Everblue by Brenda Pandos, which is mermaids, easy to read, good filler series for in-between epics. 
which is actually very good to know. I need to put that on my my list because I don't think I've ever read that book. Ever blue? Yeah, I don't think I've ever read that book. So I am definitely going to put that on my list to read, especially in between big epic books. All right, so that was the top 10 list for my sister. We are now going to go over to my mom and her top 10 favorite books, which honestly, she didn't really give me 10 books. She gave me more of series. So I went over on Amazon and like Goodreads and I was able to get like a little bit of a synopsis of all of them um, just because my sister went like above and beyond and gave me all this. But I was like, mom, it's okay. You don't have to do that. Like I can go and find like a little bit of synopsis so it doesn't like overwhelm you. But again, like I said earlier, it was so funny on her list. She like hand wrote her list, which was so cute. And she was like, these are clean. And then these ones are a little bit steamy. And I was like, mom. And then on one of them, she put, this one's a little bit suspenseful. (laughs) I loved it so much. (laughs) So anyways, let's get into my mom's top 10 favorite books slash series. So the first one is called Lady Bryn, which is by Julie L. York, and it is a Victorian romance. And from what I was reading on the synopsis, it's it's like the a woman equality book where I think she's like married to this aristocratic guy and she starts to get a little bit too independent and he doesn't like it. So I don't know if they get like separated or divorced. I don't know if that was even allowed back then, but then she like falls in love with a a different guy or something. I don't know. I couldn't really understand from the synopsis, but it is a romance, which that's all my mom really reads. And it's during that era. So if you like that era, then that one is for you. My mom really enjoyed it. The next one is The Bride Price, which is part of the Civil War Bride series. And that series is nine books. (laughs) which is kind of a lot, but you know, and, um, my mom's favorite one was the bride price, uh, within those nine books. And it's by Tracy Jane Jackson. And it's, my mom says it's a clean series. And with this one, um, she is, the main character is going in for a heart transplant, but then she wakes up in 1863 and she starts to have feelings for her neighbor, but then a guy shows up that looks exactly like her husband from the present. And so she's trying to get him to remember her, and she doesn't know who to choose, like her, the guy that looks like her husband or the neighbor. And so I'm actually like really intrigued by it, and honestly, I'm going to put it on my list because I remember when I was younger like a teenager, um, one of the Christian romance books that I read uh, was a time travel one, and it went back into the Civil War. Like, there was a guy that went in, like, time traveled, and a girl, like, in the same city that time traveled at the same time, and then they met in the Civil War camp, and they're like, wait, you're from the future too? Like, I'm from the future, and they, like, meet up, and they fall in love, and I was obsessed with that book. I honestly read it all the time. I don't know what it was. It was a very clean book, but I I just thought that storyline was so cool and so intriguing, and I literally was obsessed with it. I honestly need to go and find that book because it's just 
it was my teenage years. I, I always reached for that book when I needed a good romance book. So anything with like Civil War time travel, that has my heart. And time travel in general has my heart. I don't know why. It's very intriguing. So that was the Civil War Bride series by Tracy Jane Jackson. And then the next one is Montana Creeds, which my mom says book number one, which is called Logan. And it's by Linda Miller. And there's seven books in this series. And from what I could see on the synopsis, it kind of gives me like Longmire vibes. Like if you've seen the Netflix series Longmire, where I'm pretty sure it's like either based in Montana or Wyoming. And I mean, it kind of gives me like Yellowstone vibes as well, like that show. So I mean, if you love the rancher type law I don't know, like cowboy vibe or genre, I really think that this series is going to be your series. Uh, The next one is called Adversaries and Lovers, which is by Patricia Waters. And it gives me like a she's got male vibes. And like from the 80s that or 90s, I can't remember when that movie came out. But basically, he knows who she is, like from a competing store, I think I saw. Um, But she doesn't know who he is. And she like enters this competition. And then they like bicker. It's like enemies to lovers. Um, And I think that one was one of them that my mom said was spicy. And then the next series on her list is the Navy SEALs Email Order Bride series um, by Cora Sutton, which all of those, it, it felt like they were kind of a, a Mary or else series. Like the one that she put, um, actually, she just put the series. She didn't put a specific book. Um, but the one that I did look at, it looked like he was in the Navy and the general said that he should go and take care of the general's daughter, like the ranch, because someone's trying to take over the ranch. And like if he could help save it, like he could have part of the ranch and marry his daughter or something like that. It was interesting. Um, But this guy really wants the ranch, and then she falls in love with him, but it's kind of an enemies to lovers as well. And anyways, if you like that sort of series, I definitely recommend it. According to my mom, she definitely recommends it. Um, So those are the books that are in my mom's top ten recommended or that she liked the most and the next is my sister-in-law and her name is Emily and she is a sweetheart and she just she's the best um so I mean I think I've said this in my about me episode um but I have an older sister which we talk about my sister a lot um she's the mother sister standard and then I have a younger brother so I'm a middle child and my younger brother is married and that's where Emily came about And it's so cute because my brother and sister-in-law met in high school and they went to a dance together and then they kind of like lost touch. Years later, um, she came home from like a a Mormon missionary mission and he went to like her homecoming talk and they started talking from there and then they fell in love and it's so cute and I just love them so much. I hope they come visit me soon. But anyways... We love them, and Emily is so great. And so I literally, like, last minute was like, hi, I know you like to read. Can you please send me your book? And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I need your top ten of all favorite. And she's like, 
I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. And I was like, I don't care. I just needed to do it. (laughs) And so she sent me this list. And I know that they're in the process of like moving a little bit. And so some of her books are packed. And she's like, these are the only ones that I could like really see and what I could remember. And I was like, that's totally fine. Totally fine. I completely understand. So by the end of the year, I probably will do like a, a top 10 of the year from each of them. Um, so, I mean, mom, sister, Emily, if you're listening, be putting down on your lists because I'm going to ask you at the beginning of the year what your top 10 favorite books of the year were. So just, just so you guys are aware of the episodes that are coming. Anyways, let's get into Emily's list. And like I said earlier, she, she loves the classic romance books and I have never read them. I will completely honestly admit that. And I've never felt the urge to read them. (laughs) So the number uh, 10 on Emily's list is Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. And I don't know if I've said any of that right. And I honestly don't know what it's about. And I tried to look up a synopsis, but it wasn't really telling me anything. It said like something about poems. And I honestly don't know. Maybe one day I will read these classic books, but... I'm not really planning on it in the future. <laughs> so her number 10 was Wuthering Heights. Number nine is The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald, which honestly, I have read that one and I've seen the movies. So does that count? Sure. Yeah, I've, I, I read. I skimmed. I was required in high school, but you know, I still read it. Um, number eight is Edenbrook by Julianne Donaldson. And this one is a historical fiction romance. Um, so she kind of likes the the series like my mom does with the historical romance, the kings and the queens and and that type of of genre and romance. And then for number seven, she put any Harry Potter book, which we know that she loves Harry Potter. They just went to Disney World, I believe, in March. I want to say like March or February. And she was able to go see uh, Universal Studios with Harry Potter World. And my brother said that she was like the happiest person ever, which that makes that like warms my heart. I love that. So any Harry Potter book she put on there. And then she actually texted me this a couple months ago, and I just haven't gotten around to reading it. But her number six is called Finley Donovan is Killing It by El Cosmano which is about a single mom, and she is like a writer, and she is talking to her agent in like a restaurant and telling her telling her agent about this new plot, like suspenseful plot that she has going in her new book, and someone overhears her and think that, thinks that she's a contract killer. So they approach her and says like, hey, I want to hire you out to kill my husband, And so it sounds like she goes on this chase and has to like plan this murder. And it honestly, it sounds so intriguing and so interesting. And I don't even care if there's romance in it because it just sounds so fun. And I I believe it's like a, a little comedy book. So I, I honestly have this on my list to read because it just sounds so interesting. The next one is, uh, oops, I did not research this one, so I don't know what it's called. Uh, number five is The 10,000 Doors of January 
I don't know who it's by and I don't know what it's about. I forgot to look into that one. So if you know, then you know. The next one is number four, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which I have been recommended this book so many times and it's on my list. It's in my Kindle. I've read the first two chapters, but then I've gotten distracted by other books. So I promise I will read this book because I, I've heard so many things about it and like good things, bad things. I've just, I've heard so much. So I, I have to know what it's about. Um, and so number three is All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr. And I looked into this one and it's about a blind French girl and a German boy whose paths collide in occupied France during World War II, which does sound very interesting. Um, that type, these types of books that are in the World War II and historical, I want to read them. I really do, but it hurts my heart. They're probably fictional and the characters aren't real, but it's still like, it's real in my heart and it just makes my heart hurt. And especially for those in that time. And I don't know, I just haven't been able to get myself to read books based in that time period. The second one is kind of a big deal right now because the movie is going to be released soon. And it is number two, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. And I, I have this on my list as well. And it was on my list before they announced the movie, I promise. And now that the movie is going to be coming out, I think this year, I, I need to read it before. <laughs> I am promising myself right now that I will read that book before the movie comes out. Because I've heard a million great things about it. It's always on like the top 10 lists. And it just, it sounds so good. And then her number one is Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. Bronte? I I honestly, I'm sorry. I know I'm butchering it. And it's a classical name, and I'm sorry. (laughs) I know I fail in that area. I just, something about it, I just want to know what I'm reading. And from the classic books that I've tried to read, I'm just, those words are not going through my head. They're just, they're going over it one ear out the other. I just can't do it. So I need to train myself. I need to slow down and enjoy the writing of the classic books. And maybe one day I will. Maybe one day I'll have a nice porch with screen doors and the breeze will come through and I'll sit on my rocking chair and I will read those classic books. But until that day, I don't think I will. I'm just being straight up with you guys. Just being honest. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this kind of change of pace with the different, the three different top 10 books. It kind of gives you a mixture of subgenres. It gives you a mixture of spice. Uh, once again, my sister's books are more spicy than my mom's. And my mom said that hers are a little bit steamy. And so they are more steamy than my sister-in-law, Emily's. And so it kind of gives you the levels from there. And then next week, I will be telling you my top 10 favorites of all time, which I'm so excited. I uh, just going through the books and really like living and reliving the the characters' lives and what I liked about them. I'm just so excited. I really am. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you later. Thanks.